Hey girl. Hi. <laughs> can you hear me okay? Yes, I can hear you. I it's not it didn't open on the app. I don't know if it matters. Well, like I don't know how to explain this. I just opened it from Insta. Okay. Um, and the link you're connected to me, so it's just you're connected on Instagram? Yeah, like it didn't open on the actual app. Uh-huh. Okay, I don't think Is that matters. fine? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So dude happy sunday thank you for being here with me today today um it's may 21st so it's a sunday for us um it's a pre-recorded episode um it is mental health awareness month and i'm super excited i thought it was the perfect time to have you on so ladies and gentlemen today i have alexa so i'll turn it over to you queen do you want to introduce yourself Hi, yes. Um, so my name's Alexa, how Jasina just said. Um, I don't know, what else should I say about um, Well you're from Laredo, Texas. Born and yes. raised or okay. Born and raised. Um in Laredo. Always lived there? Always, Always lived there, lived. never moved out? No, no. I had actually been trying to move out to San Antonio, so <laughs> we'll hopefully see. Cross, hopefully, yeah. Yes. <laughs> but yes, have been in Laredo all my life. So awesome. And then you're twenty-eight right correct yes when's your birthday what's your what's your zodiac i am an aquarius my birthday is january 26 okay cool cool Mm -hmm. nice and so um i came across a post so me and alexa i don't know alexa like on a personal level um i was just remembering how we have a couple mutuals but our main mutual is Mm -hmm. kayla that's how i yes um, (laughs) got to know you a little bit more she shares a lot of you i feel like she's a big part of uh, you're a big part of her life and maybe vice versa so that's how I got to like know you um, mm-hmm. but I also came across a post and I asked um, Alexa if it's okay if I shared it of course before <laughs> I uh, before I, would, I shared it on the podcast right but I came across a post and you shared something like on Instagram you shared like a little bit of your life you know um, mm-hmm. but this one thing I was like oh my god and it said that you're a therapist Mm-hmm. Um, and it said child abuse prevention warrior. So I'm going to read it off. Um, mm-hmm. And then you can kind of like, you know, um, tell us a little bit about it. But it says that, uh, well, I guess you filled it in, but it says, so role. So it says, I provide mm-hmm. mental health services to children and their families. I aid these individuals in coping through the abuse they endure to help them move forward in a positive direction. Mm-hmm. And they asked you your favorite quote and you said, all dreams can come true if we have the courage to pursue them. And that's a Walt mm-hmm. Disney quote. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they asked you a couple fun facts and hobbies, which is super cool. Uh, it says that you love shoes, that you skydived before, and mm-hmm. that you're a first generation graduate. So that was pretty cool to read. Um, so thank mm-hmm. you for sharing that with us. <laughs> yes, of course. Um, so the therapist like that was new to me like how long Mm -hmm. have you been in that field Um, like how has that experience been for you Mm -hmm. so I graduated um, from my um, counseling psychology program here at TAMIU Um, I graduated in 2021 Um, so I did take a couple of months so I, I graduated in December of 2021 and then I took a couple of months off um, before actually going into the field, um, yeah. I was going through like a tough time in my life. Um, so mentally, I was not ready to like take on. Yes. Such, yeah. I mean, like I would say it's it's 
it's it's a challenging job and so i took a couple of months off and um and my ex supervisor from my internship place she reached out to me and she said hey there's a summer position opening i would really love for you to come over with us and so i did so originally i um worked there at the agency um for about a month and after the month contract was over they offered me a full time position so i started last year september of last year so i've been there roughly about 7 months um okay. as a full time therapist yes And how has that been for you like um did, um prior to even starting in the field mm-hmm. did, you, did you have practice with um like cases families mm-hmm. or yes so part of the graduate program that I was a part of mm-hmm. um we I did complete a full year seeing clients um in my case are okay. children um so children as young as 3 4 years old till 18th um so i did complete my internship at, at this agency where i'm working at now um okay. so i did have a full year experience um and as an intern so you Gosh. know my case was a little bit smaller as an intern it was maybe about 4 to 5 clients um yeah. now it's a little bit more <laughs> but yeah so as a full time therapist it's been 7 months um I guess I would say that the biggest challenge for me was the transition into the field um since I was 16 I've been in this I mean I was in the service industry so I worked as a server for many years mm-hmm. um and so I think that was like the challenge for me like um the switch to oh. like an office job yeah right dude yes. yeah I can imagine mm-hmm. that's true and dude you're still so young so I'm pretty sure um you know you have ways to like more to come more experiences to come mm-hmm. and that's awesome is the so your first generation graduate did you <laughs> always want to be a therapist like growing up is that something that you always wanted to do yeah well you know i think i knew since high school yeah <laughs> i remember um i've always been like very I wouldn't I wouldn't call myself a nerd <laughs> but I love school and I love learning so I always knew I was going to go to college um since and I was so in high you, school mm-hmm. and so you said that you got your um degree you said it was psychology yes so I have my masters in arts and counseling psychology mm-hmm. okay and what made you want to go into that specific like um that specific you know graduate program mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so I So I have my bachelor's. I did it in psychology. Um and so of course it's like very general um when you have like a you go in like you have like a as an undergrad. Um it's very general. So you basically learn about everything. So it could be like just counseling, but you also learn a little bit about forensics and stuff. Um so I don't know. I guess I've always had this feeling that this is what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um and so I did go on to um applying for the graduate program and it was a 2 year and a half program. Um and I loved it and I loved it and it was great and I was and I just had the feeling of like this is where I belong. So Yeah, cuz dude it yeah. takes a lot to you have to connect with people and especially like well you in your case like right now that you're specializing with children mm-hmm. like it's 
it takes a certain type of patience and heart to want to like step into that type of field that's why i'm mm-hmm. intrigued like what mm-hmm. um if you've always wanted to like do that you know like have um be like i don't know be a source um mm-hmm. to children to be able to help them um mm-hmm. yeah i'm just trying to see like how if you maybe had something in your life that maybe happened to your like mm-hmm. i i want to like that drove you to that path yeah i mean yes i think some some struggles throughout my childhood um kind of influenced me to do this kind of work yeah um i didn't know i was going to fall in love with like being an advocate for kids <laughs> that was kind of just um i wouldn't say accident but i was given a choice as a graduate student um mm-hmm. to you know uh, try to do my internship in various agencies in Laredo and um i chose the um to work with children right so yeah. i did i did that and i did have the option to go to another site <laughs> i think it was like in the summer and i decided to stay with the kids because i just loved it so much and yeah, yeah and so it was just kind of like it was like a i don't know if it was meant to be but <laughs> it kind yeah. of feels like that yeah for sure dude yeah yeah and what kind of what kind of cases do you do you feel like there's one that hits home or do you feel like you or do you feel like they all like really hit home or do you, like you know or any case that stands out to you that that you have maybe been in shock that you know since been in the field mhm so basically the um the kind of work that i do is basically my focus is in trauma so i do trauma focused treatment um so basically every every child that i see um has had an experience with some sort of trauma so we do see um kids who have been through sexual abuse physical abuse neglect domestic violence um what else we have maybe kids who are like grieving um but for the most part what i can really say is that most of my case load i would say 70% of my case load is um sexual abuse cases um and so it sounds crazy um and maybe even like not nice but i have come to like uh how can i say this like be comfortable with the topic right um right no yeah for sure mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i mean i could i people ask me how do you do it alexa how do you do it and it's like well i just someone has to do the job right and i think that's that's kind of like where i hold on to what i hold on to because yes it's a lot of a lot of the cases are very hard to hear and you know the details and you know everything but i think what motivates me is that every child deserves someone who is going to be there for them and help them through their healing process um and so that's like my main like when it gets tough because it does get tough and like you 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 asked me has there been a case who that has hit home um i wouldn't say that because i am triggered or i can relate to but there has been 
I have had several cases which are very difficult um, and are very like emotionally overwhelming. I will say that. Um, but I've gotten very good at, you know, disconnecting from work because that's one of the most important things, being able to disconnect and not bring your job home because that's where, well, you have to have those boundaries, right? For yourself and for your mental health as well. Um, and when I feel like I'm not, like I'm crossing my own boundary, then I have to check in with myself and say, okay, what can you do for yourself? Okay, you need to do some self-care, um, go do something different, right? Go for a jog. Um, and it, it usually works out um, for me, but yeah, no, there's there's a lot of a lot of difficult cases and stories that I've had to listen to. Yeah. Oh, I do. I'm sure, and it's important that, you, like you said, you had to like disconnect and mm-hmm. check in with yourself because that's important. I feel as a therapist, mm-hmm. um, I really like. I have had <clears throat> my own therapist, and I have also like cared for their mental health and I wonder mm-hmm. like, how they shut off like the emotions that I just like poured into them you know mm-hmm. um, because I feel like um, I, I, you know it's it's some of these conversations when you're they're not always comfortable you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yes and so what do you do to just to check it when you said you check in with yourself and you do mm-hmm. things, take care of yourself what are things that you do for you that makes you feel like peace and brings you maybe just a little bit of comfort through like difficult times Mm -hmm. i think the most what works for me the most is family time um so i i don't live with my parents anymore um so i have i have i rent a house with my roommates and stuff and that helps too um but for the most part i think what what helps me the most is family time um so just even having a conversation about whatever with my mom Mm -hmm. usually helps me um sometimes i'll go for runs um especially during those hard hard days um and not just from work but from life you know in general um what else could i say um netflix (laughs) i'm a TV person i love to watch tv um spending time with my dogs i I have two dogs (laughs) and um I'm sure you know my famous Charlie boy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So just time with my dogs and with my roommates. Um, so we'll just sit down and talk about our days. And sometimes that helps, you know, and I'm like, yeah, today was tough. <laughs> but, you know, it's okay. And we just kind of like have a conversation at the end of the day. Um, and then we'll have some dinner together and then that's it then I yeah. go to sleep and I wake up with a new mindset right because new day new opportunities so yes, yes some of, those are some of those the things um I do I would like to do more things um like I'm, I've been trying to do like other things like painting or something but I don't know I haven't gotten to those things yet <laughs> yeah that's cool yeah. like me being um curious about new like things to do mm-hmm. on time. Yeah, and I think that especially because I'm an advocate and this is my job, sometimes, you know, I do I do ask myself, I'm like, okay, well you teach this to your 
to your clients, to the children, but you're not doing it. So that's when I have to kind of remind myself, like, hey, are you taking care of yourself? Um, because I, I, you know, like I said, I advocate for this, and it's like, okay, are you being hypocritical? <laughs> you, yeah, you're dude. supposed to, yeah, you're supposed to do some self care and check in with your coping skills and stuff. So checking yeah. in with yourself is key, dude. Like I feel for me, mm-hmm. what really helps me be like on track sometimes mentally because it can life i mean for me it can feel like very racy pacey as far as like work mm-hmm. dogs school yes. for my kid like dinner mm-hmm. you know like the whole thing you know mm-hmm. getting text messages from like teachers like make sure to bring him this and then we have mm-hmm. it can feel like a lot sometimes mm-hmm. um but definitely disconnecting i feel from like for me disconnecting from social media but checking in with myself like just self-talk for one Mm -hmm. helps a lot like self-talk for me helps a lot um or even like talking to my dog like yeah (laughs) but i'm over here like venting to her you know (laughs) yeah Um, but sometimes i do need like my self-isolation time like just Mm -hmm. quiet time like sometimes just sitting out in nature but dude checking in with myself is key and i feel like that's how i like remind myself that me and you know like Mm-hmm. it's okay like slow down you know or thing at a time type of thing like but mm-hmm. checking in with myself because you know I yeah I have to check myself too you know mm-hmm. no and like you said I think that yes like our lives are just like we're kind of like on um what do they like to call it like an airplane not not an airplane like pilot mode mm-hmm. where you kind of just do everything like you know like you go through the things but you don't ever like you you just right. do it because you're used to doing them you know right. it's like okay you wake up you get your breakfast you get ready for work then you go to work and then you see your four or five clients a day and then you do your notes and then you get out of work and then you have to rush home you have to make some food and then you have to have some time with your dogs and then if you want to get a quick workout in you get a workout in and then you have to eat again and then by the time you know your day's already gone yeah and it's I, I, I tell this to my kids all the time. Well, not my kids, but like my, I call them yeah. my kids, my clients. Uh, um, but I tell them sometimes we, all we need is five minutes. Um, five minutes to kind of just unwind and do nothing, basically. Just do nothing. Or if you want to just reflect on your day, you know, reflect on your day. If it was not a good day, that's okay. Say, okay, today wasn't the best, but tomorrow's a new day right and that can make a huge difference um but just being aware because like we're we're saying you know we're just constantly going through the motions and we're not like we're just doing it and it's like when do you get to like feel or think you know feelings and thoughts are very important um and so even just five minutes of of your day just could just make a difference so that's very important it's very mm-hmm. important and I'm glad that you mentioned that because it's true like you said it feels like sometimes it can feel like um, we take it for granted right because we're just mm-hmm. trying to like I don't even know I, um, but you're right just stopping like to taking five minutes of doing nothing or reflecting That that's true mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. really good advice. what kind of um, what kind of advice like that that's good that's good that you talk to your kids like that mm-hmm. it it um brings a, another i guess like it gives us a glimpse in a window of like your connection with them because yeah these mm-hmm. are real things yeah and i think um even like 
I know they're kids, but even putting these kind of things into practice as a young, like as a young child is very important because you're now teaching them like, hey, it's okay to check in with your feelings. It's okay to check what you're thinking. Um, because a lot of the, these kids that I see, you know, their parents might say some things like, ah, it's because they're misbehaving. Like I can't like their behavior and I'm having trouble with their behavior and I don't know how to control it. And it's like, well, they're kids, you know, they don't really comprehend. They can't check in with themselves. Yeah. Nobody teaches you these things, you know, like, and it's, it's our job to do that. Well, my job actually to teach them like, Hey, it's okay what are you actually feeling right because right. a lot of these kids they don't know and kids they are not verbal with their emotions they're going to act on them right, right? this is where you see the behavior and um and like uh, I said, we, a lot of these parents have no idea a lot of these parents can't even like understand their own feelings so dude, this is funny yeah. it, this is so facts and I am going to fact check you because, dude, it's so true. Like, I am going to be transparent with, like, a little bit of my experience. Mm -hmm. um, my son is going to be four. And I am learning. Like, he's, I, I mean, he's my only son. So, I'm learning about mm -hmm. my emotions. And, mm -hmm. like, as a 28-year-old woman, you know. And mm -hmm. so, but he has, like, been that reflection because of him. Like, I acknowledge more my feelings. Mm -hmm. um, and it's true behavior is um behavior is a a form of of emotions right mm -hmm. like they're trying to to show you mm -hmm. in a sense deep down what they feel right like right understood right. um maybe they feel i anything i i don't mm -hmm. and they really don't know how to explain that either right more mm -hmm. of like making them feel like i got you and that mm -hmm. it's okay to like feel like Cause sometimes dude i when i started going to therapy I, we started learning um i went to well with Patti, she um is or was my therapist fun see her in a bit mm -hmm. but i did a a um, it was like a seminar of hers and we talked mm -hmm. about emotions and mm -hmm. she also like asked us to like describe what it feels like oh yes these certain things and i was like having a hard time just like mm -hmm. certain emotions mm -hmm. like wow like this is crazy you know like it mm -hmm. i had to be graceful with myself and be aware mm -hmm. that it would be like yeah. this thing that it's okay to talk about and you know like me and him are learning together kind of thing mm -hmm. that's great i mean and but see the i think the difficult thing or i wouldn't say i guess i could say the sad thing about it is that how many people are even aware of these things you know and I think that's why therapy is a very, it's, I mean, I, anybody can benefit from therapy, to be honest. It doesn't have to, you shouldn't just go to therapy because you went through something traumatic, right? I think anybody could benefit because for the same reason that we are not used to checking in with ourselves. I mean, I know when I was growing up and I don't know about you, right? But mm -hmm the mexican families hispanic families we don't talk about feelings those are we things that you don't talk about right, right. Mm -hmm. it's kind of like internal and that's just where it stays right and so even for me like getting into this field i learned so much and and i mean and i i love that what i do because then i could share that yes um, your loved one uh -huh, exactly yeah. but i mean even for me growing up it was tough you know 
I can't, I don't remember my mom ever asking me, how are you feeling today? You know, and, and of course I don't blame her. It's just, it's just like a cycle, you know, like it's yeah. generational. No, it's like, okay. Right. Yeah. Like we don't talk about feelings and that, and we just grow up thinking that that's normal, normal, you know? And so it's not until someone, you know, like I feel like our generation is that generation who is now seeking those services and hopefully like the following generations are able to be more open about their mental health because it's important it's it's i mean i could tell you that in laredo it's just i mean unfortunately there's not a lot of services out there for for our community and it's truly saddening i think yeah it's one of the things where like i mean i i say that i want to move out of laredo but I also think about it and I'm like, okay, at some point in the future, I would love to give back to the community and, you know, maybe have my own little business, my own office and, you know, help the community because it's, it's very, it, we're very underserved for, for our families here in our community. So, and it's important. It's important because like I said, we need to break that cycle, right? We need to make sure that we advocate that we're able to tell the following generations, Hey, it's okay. And that's just you know we all struggle and it's okay if, if you need to let it out and talk it out right yeah um, it, it's more mm-hmm. of like the support having that support right. having someone that can help you go through it as well and in a healthy way right because we all right. go through it and I feel like in a in a sense when it comes to a therapist like you said you you study for this you you learn how to separate your your personal feeling mm-hmm. from what you know is is good for the patient right because right. or for the students and and so it's in a different uh, because at the end of the day like you said we we've been to our friends and that's a good way to like like make us feel like we're you know we're we're going through this like not alone and we have a support system but it's also good to have like that extra layer of like super, mm-hmm. like you said and you know what girl like i'm gonna be super honest like I'm proud of you for doing that for yourself, but also for your family. Because, like you said, when you um, your friend, your loved ones benefit from the good work that you do for yourself, because you can also like provide that for them mm-hmm. through like bringing that back to the community, to the to where you know you grew up and you would love for that to be something that the community has, right? That you didn't mm-hmm. really. So, like, even when I brought on last week, Anna, because she's providing dance classes in the radio, like, mm-hmm. I was like, there was nothing like that when I was, like, when I was there, you know? So, mm-hmm. like, but that we're having these conversations, sharing each, each other's, like, wisdom and, like, mm-hmm. even if it's through social media, and hopefully you do get your office one day, mm-hmm. because it's important to, like, have these conversations. And I really think about, like, our parents and our grandparents, how, in a sense, maybe they're seeing us like kind of take care of ourselves and hopefully like you know they learn to like Mm -hmm. talk about emotions and certain Mm -hmm. things yeah no i yeah and i think that um (laughs) it has its its pros and cons not gonna lie (laughs) being in the field um it's like it's funny sometimes because my mom be like hey do you think you could talk to this person i'm like mine doesn't work that way (laughs) oh for sure I can't yeah. give therapy to friends and family. I mean, I could hear you out, right? And a lot of us, that's that's all we need, right? Someone to hear us out. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the pros are that I'm able to share um, everything that I'm learning because this is the the beautiful thing about this field or being in this field is that you never stop learning, right? Um, as science evolves, as new treatments 
treatment models come in you know we're learning as clinicians and it's going to be something that i mean i'm going to continue to learn right um during my career and so um and, and the cool thing like you said it's it's like i'm able to share that right my knowledge and stuff to to those around me and to others right and even yeah. on social media and stuff like that so yeah. what what kind of treatments do you have you learned do you, like basic treatments because you said like that you know times will evolve there will be more more mm-hmm. what kind of like practices treatments basic or anything that you can share Mhm. So since I'm I am a trauma focused therapist, um we we use um a very common treatment. It's called um trauma focused cognitive behavioral therapy. And so basically it's like CBT but trauma focused. And I'm not sure if you're kind of um if you're uh if you know about CBT. Um it's basically um a treatment where you kind of um the focus is on the thought processes of the individual okay. um and so because that's that's one of the things that is the most important right our thought processes our perspectives on a lot of things that is kind of what influences how we feel right, right. um and and so it is this model is like i said it's trauma focused and so basically what we do a huge part of the treatment that that i do is um psychoeducation right so first we do the psychoeducation making sure that the child understands um the reason why they're there right so if it was a sexual abuse case then we make sure that child understands what sexual abuse is right mm-hmm. and then we kind of normalize a lot of the um, effects of trauma right so we we'll talk about um we normalize feelings um certain behaviors um trauma symptoms right we talk about how PTSD might be um might be a result of the trauma right so we make sure that the child understands what's going on with them because like i said a lot of these kids some of them don't even know that they were abused right they don't even they have no idea that this was wrong and so our job is to tell them hey this this was not right and i'm going to tell you why it wasn't right mm-hmm. um and so that's the first portion of treatment making sure that the child understands and and the cool thing is that we talk about um other kinds of traumas right because you know i've had cases where child comes in for physical abuse and then you know i'm teaching the child about other kinds of abuses and turns out you know kid was also sexually abused right mm-hmm. and so we make sure that the child overall understands all these different types of abuses and and trauma um that way they they're able to share that as well right um so a huge part of psychoeducation um normalizing a lot of you know their experiences because a lot of these kids are they don't understand what's happening right they don't understand why they're so angry all the time and it's like and you have to kind of like say like it's okay that you're angry all of the time right and i'm going to help you kind of manage that feeling right um and so a lot of that is is saying like hey it's okay it's okay you're having you know it's normal if you're having nightmares it's normal that all of a sudden you don't want to eat anymore or all of a sudden you just want to be alone in your room right um and so we normalize all these experiences that these kids might bring in um and then we do a lot of like relaxation so teaching them about 
deep breathing, grounding techniques, um, progressive muscle relaxation, mindfulness. Um, and, and, and this is, of course, very important, right? As adults, sometimes we forget <laughs> to, to do these techniques, right? Which are, which are very important. For sure. Um, That's why I wanted to cover them because, dude, like, it's so... Uh-huh. I remember my therapist told me, like, you need to... Um, do like deep breathing and that was very that was a game changer for me like the way my nervous system felt after a deep breathing was crazy. and I didn't like doing meditation I I sometimes don't enjoy it but doing deep breathings like really is a game changer mm-hmm. and I think that at first I mean I always want to normalize this, this too because in the beginning it, it it almost feels awkward you're like well i don't get it It what are you supposed to do it feels sometimes at the beginning i'm not gonna lie to you it feels pointless like Mm -hmm. and it sucks to think like that because i'm like Mm -hmm. dude like at the because the benefits that you reap from actually taking care of yourself is just like (laughs) why don't we it's so crazy but it's like Mm -hmm. the way that we think yeah but i wasn't was it normalized like take five minutes and do deep breathings you know right right yeah and i think yes it's it's weird in the beginning you're like it's not doing anything like you know but it's it goes deeper than that it's more of like uh okay i'm gonna focus on what i'm doing right now in this sort of kind of it's not like regular breathing right we all breathe every day obviously right that's how Mm -hmm. we are alive but it's more of like okay focus on how your lungs are expanding focus on how your belly is going up and down right focus on how the air is going in through your nose and out through your mouth right it goes deeper than that right and so this is where the practice that we do in therapy and during our sessions right um but i think the most important thing also is practice because it's like i tell the kids all the time right it's like how do you get better at anything in life right how do you get better at soccer how do you get better at basketball how do you get better at dancing right through practice right so this is exactly the same thing these things that i'm teaching you you have to practice otherwise you won't get better at it or it won't be it won't it won't always um well it'll feel awkward or weird every time and so yeah practice is very um important and which is why the parents um or caregiver any caregiver that's bringing the child to therapy Mm -hmm. they're very involved in the in the um therapy process because they're the ones that get to go home with Mm -hmm. the child right so they're the ones that have to monitor and make sure that the kid is putting these skills to use at home because it's it's not going to be effective if child is only doing it in therapy oh right so yeah even yeah even when it comes to like speech my son does speech therapy it's true mm-hmm. like whatever the techniques that are being taught at mm-hmm. school we need i need to make sure like i also you know support him and that for mm-hmm. him home. so yeah right. sure because it's it's what it's it's needed for the kid mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so parents play a huge role huge huge role in the therapy process for the child um really cool thing about where I work is that sometimes we even offer like the caregiver therapy services um especially because like I said we don't we a lot of the a lot of the cases that we get they're difficult cases and so sometimes you know of course a parent might be having a tough time um you know with their child's abuse and so it's it's also 
it's also we also show that support for the caregiver because um it's how i explain to them it's like if you are not okay how can you take care of your child right um it's the same thing as anything right it for example me and my, my work it's like if i'm not okay mentally like how can i do my job as effective right as it needs to be done and so I, yeah so make sure that parents are also taking care of themselves um, it's important you have to what yeah it'll it'll show and it will feed off the child if the parent is stressed or if the parent is mm-hmm. you know, Mhm mhm. And it's also it also builds like a stronger connection between the parent and the child. Um so going back to the treatment model that that I do um so we do all these skills that we teach the kid um and we do it for a reason because later on there's a there's a part in the treatment where they process a trauma. And so we want to make sure that this kid and the child including the parent that they have these skills and whenever we're going to do the the trauma processing that they're able to use these skills that they've been taught because this is the hardest part of treatment the reliving the experience right um and because of course it can bring a lot of those mm-hmm. feelings that they initially had or these um irrational thoughts that they had um about the trauma and so we want to make sure that these kids are well equipped right and they have these skills um that they're going to use throughout that part of treatment yeah and um what do you as a therapist recommend for someone who might like go into a therapy session to try to relive some kind of like traumatic experiences do you have any like tips that they anyone can do you know to self uh what is it called like self soothe and still face and like talk about what you're going through but you know like it's still being a difficult time like what what would you say right um definitely make sure you have healthy coping skills um because we and i say we because everyone as humans right we are humans who will more than likely go to like the negative side of things right it's like it it's it sucks right but it's the honest and it's the reality right we tend to see the negative way faster than paying attention to the positive of something right and so that includes coping skills right so and that could be something like going out to drink three four times out of the week right, or right. doing um i don't know any substance abuse right or doing other unhealthy coping so for example binge eating um all these things so we want to make sure that well i mean and i i'm i'm guessing every therapist should you know help the clients through this right how to shift from those unhealthy coping skills to some healthy ones right so for example going for jogs even going for walks um eating cleaner right that's also a healthy coping skill um doing anything i don't know maybe trying a new hobby right mm-hmm. trying a new hobby um a lot of a lot of it also has to do with that self talk that you kind of mentioned earlier today mm-hmm. um that's one of the most important things and i'm a huge huge advocate for like 
self-affirmations, positive self-affirmations. Um, I, I really love this part of treatment and helping my clients um, go through these, you know, when we're going through like, okay, positive talking, what, why is it helpful and why is it important? Um, because what we say to ourselves is going to be much more important than what anybody else tells us, right? Anybody yeah. can tell you, you are strong, you are the best and you can do it. But if you tell, you're telling yourself that you're not strong, then it doesn't matter if everybody, a million people are telling you that you're strong, if you don't believe it yourself, right? So yep. self-talk is very, very important. Um, and we do, we do go through, through this, um, in treatment as well. So this is basically what CBT is, right? So kind of, um, seeing the, the client's perspective, right? Um, is it healthy? Is it healthy thinking, right? Um, and a lot of us, like I said, we normally engage in irrational thoughts. Um, a lot of us, right? And I say a lot of us because I've been there too. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, when you're self-aware that you're engaging in these patterns of negativity, mm -hmm. um, then you you can, you can make a change, right? Mm -hmm. Then you can say like, oh, you know what? Yes, I'm thinking irrationally again, right? And you're able yep. to make that switch. But a lot of people are not aware. And that's that's where, you know, treatment is very helpful because you have someone who is, you Guide. know, challenging you. Yeah, and, and guiding you and challenging you to, hey, you're engaging in this irrational thought again, remember? Um, so, yeah, so that's that's a huge part of treatment as well. That's so true. Mm -hmm. And that and then so you guys, you do affirmations with your kids. Do you have a book? Do you teach them how to positive talking to them or mm -hmm. do you? Do you guys create some? How does that work? Because I love yes. So I'm very, I try to be, well, because I, I work with kids and you have to be very creative and you have to like think outside the box because yeah, therapy with kids is very different from therapy with an adult, right? Okay. With an adult, you could do, you know, you could have a conversation for a whole hour for and sure. you're, you're able to do that. But with a kid, it's not, it's not oh. like that. Oh, so yeah, their yeah. time spent and then like you have to make yes. Yes. Interesting for them. So I <laughs> Yeah. So we do a lot of like um, board games. Um, uh, we play basketball at some point. I've played basketball, soccer before. Um, when when I do when I do these self affirmations or the positive talk, I've I've created um, kind of like a board, like um, yeah, I guess you could say like um, you you know like those. Oh, how can I say it? Yeah, like the poster boards. Yeah, I'll grab yeah. some of those and, you know, I'll get like cute stickers and um, I'll print out so um, positive self-affirmations and I'll have the client choose which ones they want to have on their board and we decorate it. We add stickers and flowers and glitter and, you I know, it's you. just, yeah, <laughs> you have to, you have to do that. <laughs> you have so to. sometimes you, I'm going to be honest, sometimes I have to like check my friends when they're like, making uh and sometimes they do it <clears throat> just to be funny right like they'll be like um they'll make like a negative comment about themselves and i'll check them quick i'll be like you better stop mm -hmm. talking bad about yourself right now yeah <laughs> stop yeah. it right i get it because it's a thought but don't let that don't let mm -hmm. part of, the part of the tongue is so um crucial i was like don't let don't don't speak it girl you know because mm -hmm. we all have insecurities but mm -hmm. um, i always say like words are powerful i was like don't oh yeah don't Definitely. give it that energy i was like you look good or whatever you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I, and, yeah. Oh, too. Mm -hmm. yeah and yeah and i think it's good that well us right that we have people who are like very positive and 
they they spread that you know to us but a lot of kids that they don't have that right and so it feels very nice at least from my part and yeah i guess like being their therapist it feels nice because you can see the difference when a child comes in the first session um and oh. then compared to like the 16th session right like the change and it's like the fact that this child could not say one word to me the first day that i met them and now they could like share they're expressing their feelings and they're sharing a little bit more details about their experience their traumatic experience it's just great i think that's one of the things that i love the most about my job like just being able to see that growth in the kids that's like it's just amazing it's great and i make sure that i always like even like recognize that right and say like hey you remember when you first came in here you were how did you feel and they'll just say something like well i was nervous or i was shy or i was scared or whatever right and i'm yeah. like okay how do you feel now and they're like well i feel okay i feel comfortable right and it's like see like you yeah. you did that right like you did that you were brave and you came in here for 16 weeks straight and look at you now you're able to have a conversation with me you're able to share about your trauma and when at the beginning maybe you couldn't even think about it right um and so i always try to like make sure that i say like hey praising them right and say like you are so strong and you are so brave and i'm proud of you because look at how much you've grown oh, my heart dude i love that i think it, it it i can understand like that rewarding feeling Mm-hmm. Uh, because like I I think about my son is the mm-hmm. and dude yeah like every chance that I get like I definitely tell him like oh my god you're so strong or like when he helps me like thank you you're so mm-hmm. like being such a good helper like you didn't mm-hmm. have to. and sometimes he doesn't want to grow sometimes he'll be like mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, yeah like, I pick him up I'll be like oh my god dude like you're so strong like yeah you like you're a big boy yeah. you know <laughs> yeah and it maybe maybe it seems like he doesn't like it or he doesn't want it but trust me kids yeah. love to be praised oh they, yeah they oh, don't I- have to say anything they love it we are even if anybody as humans right who doesn't yeah. like a good compliment right who doesn't like to hear positive words or whatever you know so of course if we like that then of course our the kids are going to like that too right so yeah i'm very i'm very big in praising right um so i tell parents i was like make sure you praise for even the smallest things like yeah. oh thank you for you know taking a shower the first time that i told you to take a shower you know like things like that it's it it could be anything anything yeah to be honest, I feel like that would that, that has i i have seen it where like let's say he picks up his toys and i'll be like oh my god thank you so much like that was mm-hmm. awesome I appreciate you helping me and like he feels cool so like the next time you know like I'll be like mm-hmm. and he he does enjoy it you know but the last time I was mentioning um because girl it's just me and him a lot of the time getting mm-hmm. broken down so I'll ask him to help me with a bag and um mm-hmm. and sometimes he'll be like it just not wanting to help me he'll be like no like I'm good with this one toy and I'm like <laughs> you have one toy you can help me with the other one mm-hmm. but oh dude um kids are funny and like like you said if any chance that we get to praise them even if it's like with with um with people though i feel like mm-hmm. i try to do that even with people in mm-hmm. general, whether it's like um uh, i don't know like in i try like in public it's typically like at the gym with the girls like if mm-hmm. you know good outfit or if, um like dude i don't know i just feel like if you can spread that like 
a positive thought that comes through your mind when mm-hmm. you see something even if it's like on social media right like it's good to spread that like positive because you mm-hmm. just never know when someone might need that oh yes definitely yes and yeah and that's where like my thought was going it's it's just like spreading um kindness right it it's very important right because like you said you might not know when someone might need yeah. that you know positivity that you bring out right um and because i mean if we're being realistic we're all going through difficult things right mm-hmm. as adults as kids and i was just having a conversation with my roommate the other day and i said now that i'm in this field i'm like i cannot believe well because statistics are very high when um we talk about sexual abuse right and i'm like i cannot believe that i never even like questioned anything like i might have grown up with people who were going through a difficult time and i had no idea you know and right. maybe i could have i mean of course i couldn't like fix everything but even something like you said like just a comment could have maybe made a difference in one of their days you know and so it kind of really put a lot of things into perspective and and thinking like hey like everybody must be going through something difficult and yeah why not just spread that kindness and just you know positivity and because they might need it and they might it might make a huge difference you know yeah so mm-hmm. i agree i feel like there has definitely been a lot of through you know through the years there's definitely have been like tragedies and and certain circ- like you said certain circumstances um come to lighting you realize like you don't you you realize like wow i didn't know they were going through it and mm-hmm. because we i feel like i don't know what it is right with maybe in past like suppressing emotions and mm-hmm. not talking about certain things um but yeah it's crazy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i mean it's like i tell i tell my my kids i keep saying my kids <laughs> they are my kids <laughs> I, um, i tell them i'm like hey we can only see the outside right only you know what's in there internally right which is very important that we learn how to communicate right because we only see the outside and you could be smiling on the outside and really going through you know crying inside right and so yeah and i think i mean of course we we go through our days and we see the person smiling and we're like oh they're fine but it's like we never really know we really don't unless they're communicating with us right but yeah and it goes back to like that self awareness sometimes these mm-hmm. people, like there is a lot of cases where these people don't even know mm-hmm. in they're struggling oh most definitely or they're in denial <laughs> or that, they just mm-hmm, they might rather suppress it because accepting those uncomfortable feelings just comes with pain and hurt right and who wants to have those uncomfortable feelings right and so a lot of these people are just like really like trying not to bring those feelings out um but of course we know that that's not helpful ever right because at some point it shows the most way right one way or another it's going to show um and so we th- i mean that's a big big part right just being able to be self aware and accept those feelings um and like and like you said even if it's not something that you're going to open up to like a therapist or to your friends but like really working within yourself um having those self talks. I know journaling mm-hmm. help for me. Mhm. Like sometimes I'll record. I have like the voice memos. I should probably delete them now that I've said this, but I have some <laughs> memos where I'm just like venting um mm-hmm. whether it's to God or maybe I don't want to project those feelings onto like my sister cuz she's a big mm-hmm. that I call to like 
just release and get guidance from and sometimes like i know that she's a mom and so instead of like calling her i'll be like you know what i'm probably overreacting because i am a very an emotional being and so mm-hmm. i'll give voice memo and i'll be like sister and i'll just like vent right and then like maybe 10 minutes later i'm like okay i was just tripping or yeah. i'll be like you know i really do need to call her because i yes. need that support from her you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so journaling is big too. Um, not everybody likes to journal, so it's not for everybody, right? Yeah. But I always try to put it out there. Hey, give it a try. If you don't like it, that's okay. We'll try something else, right? Um, I personally do keep notes sometimes too on my phone. <laughs> um, so I'll have like a bunch of notes of like things that I want to say or say to someone, right? And then I'll go back and like like you said, sometimes I realize that maybe it's that time of the month and I was just being yeah. more emotional than emotional. So, yeah. <laughs> It, yeah, yeah. It goes back to like maybe like just at that time you just needed to that space to like feel mm-hmm. those feelings and you went right. to a little a safe space which was your notes mm-hmm. and going to the voice notes you know like and it's good that we're sharing that you know these little things that help us and hopefully mm-hmm. people can work through and know that it's okay to like feel and have uncomfortable oh yes yes definitely definitely if you and i validate validating our feelings our own feelings is very important right so you know maybe we are overreacting but who cares at least you're you're like yes i feel angry and i feel very very angry and then you just let it out and you just realize like yeah i was over yeah i was being over dramatic you know but that's okay because you still you know allowed yourself to release that whatever it was yeah i do because at the end of the day like life is not rainbows and sunshines and so it's okay to like get mad and like be frustrated um you know like how many of us have had like not uncomfortable but like frustrating um experience mm-hmm. with customer service because someone's having like not a great day and right. it. sometimes it's not us and sometimes it is us right but like right. going to a safe space where you can release emotions is i feel for me is is crucial mhm i always like to tell people to watch inside out because i think it's like the most cutest movie <laughs> that talks about feelings and it's like hey what's the we all have these feelings right we're just cute we're human beings it's normal and so it's yeah, okay yeah. to accept them it's and called let out inside out i'm gonna watch it out definitely you've gonna... never seen oh my goodness no, I... <laughs> Girl. no i'm not i i was gonna ask you because you say you like to watch netflix i was gonna i'm not a, i'm not a tv person i know it sounds weird but i typically like listen to podcasts Yeah. or I like yeah typically podcast I just like stream background music but I don't engage in like a lot of TV which I should mm-hmm. because sometimes when I like I've checked myself in and sometimes I'm like you know what today I just like need to get like get mm-hmm. a glass of wine and just sit down and watch mm-hmm. them like and and typically I just fall asleep but um, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you so I'm going to watch inside out uh, watch it with your with your boy with your little boy it's yes. it's a kids movie but it's oh my gosh it teaches you so much about feelings like so so much it's beautiful I it's a it. really really good movie yes i i actually show clips when we're talking about feelings with the little kids i usually show clips of the of the movie because it does a really good job at recognizing comfortable and uncomfortable feelings right and normalizing that like hey yes we are going to feel angry at some point in our lives right because that's just what humans do right yeah. and there's going to be days yeah is that you're going to be happy and excited and that's normal too you know yeah and it's just about like being present in the moment and just knowing that everything's going to be okay and also like being it's crazy but knowing that like the beautiful moments not, are not going to last forever but also knowing like the sad moments don't last forever it's crazy right but that's just how it works mhm mhm yeah and i think if 
yeah understanding that everything is not going to be perfect um but accepting maybe the not so good moments but learning how to respond to those moments is what's important right um how you handle certain situations is what's most important right because you know we we are never prepared for a lot of the things that life throws at us and i could say that um, myself right um things just happen in life and you just have to perspective is very important how you look at something in life is gonna it's gonna it's gonna make a big difference right because we could we could go through the same thing for example me and you but if i choose to see you know the positive or the bigger picture then and you decide to see maybe i don't know the negative side of the yeah. story then that's totally gonna make a difference in how yeah wings respond mm-hmm. or, or we are in our, our, our just our experience right like mm-hmm. yeah dude it's crazy i actually have um a picture right in front of me and it says six ways of self-care and ways to practice them so i'm gonna list the six and then kind of just read off a little bit and then maybe you can give us what you do for yourself um so mm-hmm. the right so the first one is physical care and it mm-hmm. says um just taking care of our bodies um with either yoga or taking care or like our int right like making sure we're eating healthy mm-hmm. with more fruits more veggies more water vitamins going for a bike ride so you alexa how do you like to um, or currently how do you take care of physical care well yes so lately i've been trying to go for runs so i used to be like a big runner because i played soccer all of my high school years so i've always enjoyed running (laughs) um but for a while i i guess like life just gets difficult right and maybe it's just an excuse because my mom always says like if you really want to do something you can find the time to do it right (laughs) but it does get difficult so i've been lately i've been trying to get back to running um, so I hadn't run in like a very, very long time, but I started challenging myself. Okay, maybe just one mile today. And then in two weeks, I'll try to do two miles. So just like, you know, increasing and, but it's yes. So it in your- yes, yes. Nice. Um, you go like running in the gym or do you go like on, on trails, like to a park or something? Cause that's yes. cool. Yeah. So I live in the Mines Road area. So I go running around here. Oh, okay. um, I've always been a runner that likes to run outdoors so i don't like to do love treadmill right yeah um, no, and i that's why i was asking because i have a friend who always does outdoor runs and i'm like dude that's such a vibe i love that i know but I, I love it <laughs> no i love it and i've always done it um even when i was living on my parents um in the south my mom would always like get mad at me she's like you can't go running super late at night but i was oh, like but yes. this is the only way i enjoy it <laughs> yeah Another thing right like doing it in 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 hours where you can actually feel safe because yeah, yeah that implementing it is but it's good that you're doing that for you mm-hmm. the eating part i'm still trying like the veggies and all that stuff Dude, yeah. that's still in progress yeah, work in progress same here i, I was telling my friend because she does count her macros and stuff like that mm-hmm. and i'm like that mad mad props and respect it takes like um you have to mentally be prepared to do something like that like, at least for me but right mm-hmm. now, I had to kind of stay on a on a healthy mindset. I was like, I'm just kind of focusing on more water, my uh, mm-hmm. vitamins, and home cooked meals. I was like, I don't even mm-hmm. care what to cook as long as it's home cooked. <laughs> yeah, out, you know. Uh huh. Yeah. That's, that's the thing I have for me. But um, now for emotional self care. 
Mm-hmm. It says journaling, meditation. Do you do anything like that? I do um, five. Well, I pray at night before I go to bed. Um, and I give myself, like I said, just five minutes to reflect on my day. Five to ten minutes. Um, I'm usually a very, <laughs> I'm a person who stresses about everything. <laughs> yeah. um, so I usually do have a difficult time sleeping. Um, so I lately, it's been actually maybe like two months now. I sleep with brown noise. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. I have not. What is that? So <laughs> it's basically like, I don't even know how to explain it. You said it's burn noise or brown, like oh. the color brown. Oh, okay. No, I, dude, I mean, shit, I'm not even surprised I, because there's <laughs> such thing as white noise, right? For the yes. Kids. Yes. So it's almost the same, but the sound is different. It's so I think for me the brown noise is more soothing. Nice. Um and oh my gosh, it's a game changer for me. <laughs> it cool. it helps me. It's helped me a lot um to sleep through the night better. Um because I've always had like a difficult time. I've I've struggled with insomnia since I was like little. Um I'm but yeah, so I I I'm gonna try the brown noise because I've I've tried the white noise, but <laughs> want to try try the brown noise i tell everybody you need to try it i mean it's not for everyone right but personally i it's help it helps me kind of unwind at the end of the night um so like i said i give myself five five to ten minutes and say okay and just even like just enjoying my bed it's just it's a it's a feeling of like calmness and safety right like it's like okay i'm safe i'm okay i'm home i am grateful for my bed and my dogs <laughs> and i just have those like moments of like being grateful you know yeah yeah that's good and then um the third one is spiritual self-care but you did mention that you do pray at night so mm-hmm. that's all do you and then here in the spiritual um self-care it says like you can also go out to nature and i'm in nature mm-hmm. um, what else let's see and then the fourth one says intellectual self-care this one says um something that will nourish and challenges your mind like learning a new skill so that's kind of goes back to like where you were saying um how you want to like get into trying something new mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with like reading a book or mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Like, well, watching a documentary like just opening mm-hmm open to like something new yeah i think for me this this one comes easy because i'm constantly like reading about new things that i can try with the kids so it also benefits me you know um because even when we do like relaxation during session it's like i'm doing the relaxation with them so it helps me at the same time so yeah i would say that this one comes easy for me just because i'm constantly like trying like new things with the kids so i'm constantly learning yeah Okay, and then the fifth one says social self-care. So it depends on if you're like an extrovert, but you might um, either need to like connect, right? To mm-hmm. to get like that feel because we do sometimes humans need to human or sometimes you do need to like recharge and just, yes, you know. Yeah, I... I would say that for me, um, it's definitely hanging out with my roommates. <laughs> um, so we've grown very, very close. So we do, um, like I said, mostly every day we will have a conversation about whatever it is that I love we're it. thinking about. Yeah. So I've gotten better at this because I was very like 
very much like reserved with okay. anything in my life and I've gotten much much better at you know being able to share my thoughts and feelings um it's good mm-hmm. being open with others and it's your roommates which is super good mm-hmm. it's important to have that and then the last one says sensory self-care um so it says uh so sensory self-care helps you nourish your senses your sight smell touch sound um and i guess that's well it says here like burning a candle listening to soothing music mm-hmm. barefoot on the grass which is i've, I've done that it's mm-hmm. highly recommend yeah so for i mean for me it would be like well um at my office i usually have like relaxing music um that's just what i do i get to my office go on youtube play my favorite um what is it so i'll just like uh youtube something like calm relaxing music or like uh music for like a coffee shop or things like that so i'm always always listening to nice. something relaxing yeah <laughs> and the white noise also like that's something that you do to kind of help you so that's that also yes mm-hmm. part of it all right and well if um there's anything else you want to add i think we can wrap up the podcast but yeah. thank you so much for coming on queen and um sharing a piece and some time with us um i i i'm ha- i'm you know happy that you're on here and excited for <laughs> that comes your way you know hopefully you do you know either explore in san antonio or one day you know get your office in laredo like i think um anything is possible and i you I mean you're very smart queen so i know that it can happen for you yes thank you so much for having me it's uh it, this is new to me but i really really enjoyed it so thank you so much for for the opportunity of course girl this is your first podcast right yes <laughs> well it's because nowadays a lot of people do have podcasts so like i sometimes like when i hear someone say like oh i was in this podcast i was like oh my god let me go here because i love it like yeah. i love to get a little glimpse even if it's just like 30 to 45 or a whole hour um to get like a perspective and just a vibe of this person mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah no it was great i loved it thank you so much yes girl enjoy your sunday i appreciate you and we'll be talking soon yes thank you bye bye